Hey, and thanks for listening. Bruce Claggett in for Jazz. Well, drivers around Metro Vancouver sure aren't strangers to the idea, the concept of traffic cameras in intersections to catch people going through red lights and such. And there has been a lot of controversy over the years about speed cameras. But here's a story out of Seattle, and it has me thinking that there's a possibility of expansion in Vancouver to the camera idea and possibly taking it to the next level. You see, the Seattle Department of Transportation has identified three new locations for their traffic cameras, part of its automated pilot enforcement program, as they call it. Two new cameras will go into regular intersections and busy areas in the downtown. That's not a surprise. Nothing new. Many cities, including our own, have done that in the past. But what is new is this. There's going to be a third camera going up on the West Seattle Bridge, and its sole design is to fight or combat drivers who illegally use the bus lane to expedite their trip across a busy roadway. And it gets me thinking, can we use cameras for our own bus or HOV lanes to catch people that are going in those? Can they be automatic? Can you get a ticket? Is that the type of direction we want to be going in? And will it work? Our next guest is an expert when it comes to forensic traffic enforcement. You see, Grant Gottengrew is a former traffic cop with New Westminster and West Vancouver and now a forensic traffic consultant at ForensicTrafficPro.com. Grant Gottengrew, pardon me, Grant Gottengrew, got your name right, barely. Um, (laughs) It's, uh, I've got to ask the question though, does this work? Do you see these type of enforcement or uh, evidence gathering uh, systems having any uh, effect? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on your show this afternoon. And, um, uh, you know, I hear stories like this, and I think that's exactly what we need is more government oversight. I think the, the... I think people love how much the government is taking money out of our pockets. And I think the more they can do it, I think we would just all celebrate it as a society. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I think it's absolutely um, ludicrous. Uh, And, of course, uh, while the red light intersection cameras are, you know, useful in a sense that, yeah, the picture tells that you've crossed the, the, the... the mark stop line, so you're kind of guilty there. Uh, where do we stop, right? Like, where do we stop with, okay, now we're going to have cameras potentially for bus lanes? Are we going to take more and more um, power away from those hardworking traffic officers we've got in the police departments? And, uh, and everything's going to be automated. Everything's going to be on a camera. I mean, there's over 200 sections of the Motor Vehicle Act where, you you know, and, and most of those are violations. Uh, so are we going to have cameras for 80 or 90 different violations that people are going to get caught on? I mean, there has to be a cap at something. And a lot of these cameras are more set up for safety reasons, like high crash locations. You're not getting horrific fatal collisions in bus lanes by somebody illegally using it. So that one would definitely be nothing 
but a cash cow. Cash cow, and I also wonder if it's kind of a policy, um, almost some social engineering coming into play. And I kind of agree with what you're saying, but I would even take it one step further with this question. Do you think that we're coming up with a solution that's uh, in search of a problem, meaning that uh, nobody really ducks into bus lanes or it's a very small number of people and if they do they they could get caught as it is there's enforcement there are, out there yeah you're right there are very few designated bus lanes most people get confused because they see the diamond on the lane and they think it's an hov lane but of course the diamond just means it's a specially designated lane and you have to read the sign about what's allowed in that lane there aren't a lot of bus lanes around. Uh, the, the one that goes on to the Lionsgate Bridge from West Vancouver, that one gets abused quite often because people are stuck in, uh, in traffic. And then there's a little bus lane that comes from Pitt Meadows into uh, Port Coquitlam. It's a very short one that some people will use when traffic backs up. Um, then, of course, you got one on, obviously, uh, Highway 99. But it's not – most of those people that use those lanes are confused. They just automatically assume it's an HOV lane. That's what I experienced when I would pull people over in those lanes. We're talking with Grant Gokatru, a former traffic cop and now a traffic consultant, a forensic traffic consultant, crime okay. consultant with uh, ForensicTrafficPro.com. Grant, um, you know, when we're talking about – where there is a good place for these type of cameras. Where is it? What do we want cameras for, if anywhere? Well, I have no problem with the red light ones, obviously, because those are put up in high crash locations, and those are designed for safety reasons. We're kind of limited other ways. The, uh, the, the whole photo radar cameras, I could talk about that for an hour about what's wrong with them, um, but we can save that for another show. But when it comes to cameras, just capturing what I consider to be really minor and insignificant and not safety-related motor vehicle act infractions, that becomes abusive by the government and a complete waste of money because these camera systems are really expensive, and we as a taxpayer are paying for them. Okay, well, that's good to get your insight. And, of course, we haven't seen a move here, but you never know because uh, what happens in one jurisdiction, even if it's in the States, can get somebody thinking along those lines. Grant, thanks for sharing your time with us. My pleasure, Bruce. Thanks very much. That's Grant Gokutru, a former traffic cop in New Westminster and West Vancouver, and now with his own firm, ForensicTrafficPro.com. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.